All right, everybody, welcome back into the TNT podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and today I have a special episode for you guys as we'll be going over my team, which is the Ravens, since football is back. Wanted to go over how the game went, who impressed, who didn't impress, and and some extras. So to start off, wow, what an, what a performance. Seriously, they killed the Cleveland Browns 38-6. to it Just an outstanding performance from the whole team in general, from the offense to the defense to special teams. Like, wow. Lamar Jackson, another spectacular performance for him as he was 20 for 25 for 275 yards and three touchdowns. Especially that one drive he had with a when 99 yards down the field, and it seemed like it was just easy for him and the whole rest of the offense just passing it everywhere down the field. And one of his emphasis during the offseason was getting better uh, outside the numbers. And yesterday really proved that. Sun, or last Sunday really proved that. And, you know, he just was on the dimes, throwing dimes to Marquise Hollywood Brown and to Miles Boykin and everybody else. Also, too... What a performance for Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews deserves to be in the conversation of a top three tight end in the NFL. He made absolute crazy catches, especially the one touchdown where he caught it with one hand, a diving one hand catch. Just was amazing, simply to put. Also, too, what a performance by J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins was the one of the rookies that we that the Ravens drafted in the second round. And what a performance. He had seven carries for 22 yards and two touchdowns. I know the yardage isn't really that high, but it was a dogfight in the trenches. So not really much rushing yards on both sides. But the passing game was on point with Lamar and the rest of the company. Now to the defense. The defense was astounding. Holding, you know, the Browns to only six points is pretty good, especially with the offense that they have, especially with the running backs of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and the outside threats of Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry and also Austin Hooper and David Njoku. Now, with that, speaking said of that defense, they swarmed, they were all over the place. They were right to the ball, right when the ball was snapped and just, just right there. And... At the one of the first drive, one of the first drives, I think it was like the second or third drive, uh, they were struggling against outside containment for the run. Now that was one of the biggest emphasis that they had going into the season because of what happened last season in regards to what Derrick Henry did, which was just steamroll all over him, and they ran outside the tackles, which they have gotten a lot better with since adding Calais Campbell, which he did very very good yesterday, as he had three pass defenses. And a tip pass that led to a Marlon Humphrey interception. He just was all over all over the field and patted everything down. It also helps when he's six foot eight and three hundred forty pounds. That also makes a big difference. Um, but he just a great great player, great add to the team as well as to Derek Wolf, who who played very 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 well inside. Also, too, I gotta say Patrick Queen looked very, very good as he was all over the place. I mean, he had eight tackles and he forced a fumble. That what that strip was a veteran move. I mean, he ripped the ball out of Chubb's hands and like, it just, it just looks like 
he's going to be there for a long time, and he's going to be a very special player. I also liked Malik Harrison's performance, another one of those rookies, a third-round pick out of Ohio State. He was very good. He had four tackles and, you know, held his own, really. You know, that defense is young. It's a young defense. Deshaun Elliott, first-time starter, he played very well, delivered some big hits, especially the one I believe it was on Kareem Hunt. That was a great, great hit. I think that was in the second half. Chuck Clark did very, very well as he almost had an interception off a batted pass from Malik Harrison. So, you know, the defense just was just astounding. Now, with the Browns, they just, I don't know what happened. They just kind of, they were good for a certain amount of time, and then a lot of questionable calls in the game by them, especially with a fake punt in your own territory. That was a little questionable. I understand the call, though, because obviously when you have Lamar Jackson on the other side, you want to, you know, keep the ball away from him as much as possible, and you want to control possession and have a lead on him because, you know, you want him off the field as possible. You're going to treat him like he's... Obviously, him and Lamar Mahomes are in their own category right now as we speak, and, you know, they want to keep the ball away from both of them because they're both so lethal with the ball in their hands. So, I get the call, but not in deep in their own territory, because that gave Baltimore, gave the Ravens so such great field position to get points, and they got three points out of it, and it was just like a freebie. It was just like, oh, here you go. And it just wasn't that good on their part. With the defense-wise, you know, Baker Mayfield looked lost. They, they just did not look good, uh, you know, especially trying to force feed the ball to Odell Beckham Jr., which the guy had seven targets and just, I think he had like one or two catches. So it just was not good enough for him. And especially for a high caliber player like him, you know, who's to blame for it? Is it Odell? Is it Baker? You know, there's a, there's a lot to it. You know, is it the coaching staff? You don't, you don't know. Obviously it's one game, but you know, we have a whole nother 15 games to play, but it depends because, you know, you don't know because Baker Mayfield, you know, was so promising, you know, out of his first season, you know, he had so many touchdown passes that, okay, you know, 2019, the 2019 season, he was going to take off and be the NFL MVP. He was actually one of the favorites to be the NFL MVP, but decided, you know, the the season just got derailed. I mean, the first start of last year to Tennessee when they lost big to them, I think it was like 43-13 or something like that, and they just looked like a deer in headlights. They didn't know what to do. The hype was so real. And then they just flopped and it came out to be another six and 10 season for them. And it's another typical season for them. Now it looks like it's going to be on that same path. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with them. They're playing Cincinnati next week, but we'll see how that goes. As regards to the Ravens, the Ravens are playing Houston Texans next week. And we'll see how that fares out. They, like I said, the Houston Texans didn't look as good as they did, you know, last year. You know, that offense is really struggling without DeAndre Hopkins as he made a big impact in that game against San Francisco. What a what a uh, debut performance for him. He just went off, made catch after catch, and, you know, him and Kyler took the team on the back and won that game for the Cardinals. So, you know, as well as with the wide receivers for the Ravens, Marquise Brown, Looked a very, very good. The screw in his foot, having that screw out now, he can finally make cuts where he wasn't he wasn't able to last year. 
and to open up a five recep- five receptions for 105 yards performance, that's pretty good. And it was all in the first half alone. As, you know, in the second half, they kind of controlled the clock and kind of started running the ball a little bit more just to, you know, chew clock and get on out of there with the win. One of the best passes by Lamar was to Hollywood Brown in the second, I think, believe it was in the second quarter. And just what a what an absolute dime. I mean, he's worked on that. That was his one of his emphasis going into the offseason uh, was throwing the deep ball. Because last year, he didn't really throw the ball deep much. I mean, the week one performance against the Dolphins, I mean, he had five touchdown passes and he threw the ball couple times deep downfield which was great it was good for him because you know normally you know that's what he didn't wasn't as good at last season because he couldn't wasn't accurate enough downfield where he could could get those throws now this season it looks like he's got it down pat i mean the throws outside the numbers like i said were a struggle for him last year as he was ranked pretty low in that in that area but he just looks very comfortable. He looks very, very comfortable. Mark Ingram said it. I mean, he looks, he said he's a thousand times, a million times, not even a thousand times, a million times better from what he was last year at the start of the season. And that's scary because that can really, I mean, that's just scary that to be better. You know, you, you won unanimous NFL MVP. You won all the votes. Now you're saying you can get better. Now that's freaky. Like that's, like, I don't know how much better you can get than that. I mean, yes, of course, you can win a Super Bowl and win playoff games, which obviously I understand that it's been a struggle for the whole team, really. I wouldn't blame it solely on him. Because last, in that playoff game against the Titans, there was like seven or eight drop passes that were not his fault. So, you know, I that's just the thing is people misunderstand where the concept of, yes, you know, he's been a lot more accurate than people think. You know, he had 66% completion percentage last year, which was very much, much big improvement from what he had the year prior of his rookie year, which was under 60%. I think it was about 59, 58.3, something like that. And it just, you know, didn't think, you know, such a big leap. I would, I would have thought like maybe another couple percent, like, you know, above like 60% would be good. But 66 is very good as well. Now, what he did yesterday, 80% completion percentage. And, you know, people were like, you know, Baker Mayfield said this last year when they beat them week four. If you beat them on the, we'll beat them if you make Lamar throw. Well, you made him throw and he made you pay. So, you know, they, they covered up the ground game very well. The Ravens didn't really get anything really going on the ground. I mean, besides Dobbins' two touchdowns, they really, the yardage-wise was very low, which was shocking because, you know, they, they come out of the gate, you know, really well with the run. I mean, they averaged 200 yards per game on the ground last season, and it was very interesting to see that they were getting, stomp, like, stomped on the ground, stopped on the ground. So I'm thinking, all right, this is Lamar's chance to prove himself here where, you know, he can get that ball out of his hands and prove to everybody, listen, if you can't, if you can't, if you can stop me on the ground, you can't stop me through the air. And those throws he made to Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown and the rest of the gang were pinpoint 
accuracy throws. Like, they were just straight-up dimes. Like, the one throw he had, I believe it was a third, I think it was a third down, and, I think it was a third down and seven. And it, he threw this ball right over the defender's, he, defender's head as he because he had his head turned towards Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews made this acrobatic catch and caught a first down and gained another, like, five, five to ten yards after that. Just a great pinpoint accurate throw. I mean, it, he he wouldn't be able to make that throw last year. No way. No way. Also, as well, too, on this other play, this for his third touchdown of the day, when he had that little touch pass to Willie Sneed, that was a beautiful throw. It was over, like, two defenders, and it was, like, in the perfect place to get it to. So, just to, just to put this into perspective, in the last eight regular season games, Lamar Jackson's 8-0. He has 27 touchdown passes to one interception. And that one interception came at Buffalo, which was off a... One, I think it was off Willie Sneed's hands. It was Willie Sneed and Mark Andrews. One of their... One, deflected off their hands, and it was picked off. That really says something. That his decision-making is really, really good. <laughs> and he doesn't make much bonehead interceptions. So, and as well, I mean, 8-0, 27 touchdowns to one interception. The passing yards, obviously, are a little low, I mean, compared to, you know, the usual standards. I mean, he has, the yards per game, was I think it was like one around 180, 180 per game. It was like 178, 180, somewhere around there. And it just... just, what an improvement, though. It just looks so polished. It was like a polished passer. Where it was just like, wow, just the improvements of where they, they said, oh, he couldn't throw. He couldn't even throw a spiral. Like, I, the, the crazy part is, is just he was just, you know, coming into, you know, his rookie year, he couldn't really throw the ball very well. But now, in his third year, after winning unanimous MVP and throwing the ball like that, man, I, I don't know how you could stop him. If he's on a roll, if he's running on the ground and running all over you and, and starts passing it over you, you know, that last year was all the runs. You know, you, obviously the flashy runs against Cincinnati and Houston and all that. But he's proving the point of you can stop me in one aspect of the game, but you can't stop me in the other. You can stop me on the run. You can focus on that all you want. But I can pass it too, and I can dot you guys up. And that defense is stout, man. They got that defense, that front seven is very, very good, which helps the team, which helps a lot too, because a lot of these teams start throwing, start throwing and, you know, they're not running on the ground much. So the only thing is, is the only concern I have out of this game, obviously there's really not much concerns, but you know, when it 38 to six and all that, but one of my concerns is definitely probably the outside, the tackles, because there were a couple of runs there where they got a good amount of gain, especially the one run by Kareem Hunt, where he had a good 35-yard gain, almost went to be a touchdown, which they did get a touchdown out of the drive with Mayfield passing to Nick Joku. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, that's the only thing I could say. Uh, a couple of penalties, but you know, I would I I kind of expected that since you know they didn't really have much game action leading up to this point. So it it lo- just looks very very it just looks very promising for this season, and 
Super Bowl admirations are very high. I'm just this team is just absolutely stacked. Wherever position you look at, you know the offensive line is just amazing. They held their own. Obviously, uh, concerns about Ronnie Stanley's ankle. Uh, Harbaugh, Coach Harbaugh said it's looks looks okay. No, no uh, severe injury to that to the ankle or anything like that. He didn't even go into the locker room and get checked out. They just held him out since they were up big. So they were just like, you know what, no chance. Let's just keep you out. Have DJ Fluker play there and and let him do his thing. So which was fine. Um, so it looks like he's okay. They'll probably limit him in practice and play through the walkthrough, and he'll be back probably next Sunday against Houston. So we'll see how it fares out. They they just, you know, averaging what they did last year from 33 points a game, I think they'll probably do that again this year and be consistent with it. Just having the schedule that they have, you know, coming up with Houston and the Chiefs coming up, that should be fun. I mean, definitely Kansas City will be a very, very fun game to watch as those two guys, you know, the faces of the NFL going at, going head-to-head. That should be fun. Uh, just also, too, as well, I just, I, loved, I just loved to see those linebackers, man. Those linebackers with, with Queen and Harrison. Those guys, like I said, man, they, they just played absolutely phenomenal. Everybody just played phenomenal. I mean, I, there really isn't really much of a weak spot, really, on this team right now. Every position is covered. I mean, from Deshaun Elliott to Chuck Clark to the corners to the outside linebackers to the to the middle to the DNs to, the, to all the defenses. It's really no weak spot. And the other rookies too. You can't forget about Devin Duvernay. He he had he made a great uh, first impression as well, making a nice nice little gain out of a screen pass that got like 10, 15 yards out of it. As well as Jane Brochet with their with his punt returns and Devin also Devin Duvernay did also kickoff returns too. Broderick Washington also played very well too, the fifth round pick. At a, um, I forgot what school he went to, but he did fairly fairly well. He was a anchor on that defense when uh, when they were running in the middle. He held his own, and yeah, so these rookies look great. I think these rookies will make a good impact. I think they will. Might be as equivalent to the 2018 rookies because they they look just really really good, especially Queen and Dobbins, and I think those wide receivers over the course of the season will make a much bigger impact as well. They just have hands, they can run, they they have a lot of things to them, and and also can't forget about Justin Matabuike. Obviously, he's been now dealing with a knee injury, so when he comes back, he'll make a good difference, I believe, as well. So. These rookies are going to make a difference. Even Tyree Phillips, I forgot to mention him, and he's been playing absolutely great. So uh, just, he, he was st- amazing for a great replacement for Marshall Yonda, who retired last year. So, and obviously Marshall Yonda is going to be a future Hall of Famer in the next couple of years. So these rookies are really making a big impact, and I think they will make a much bigger impact down the line. And hopefully Tyree Phillips holds his own for the over the course of the season because it's a long season for a rookie like that to be put in there first game first game action just no no preseason or anything like that so it should be should be good but in any case i'm gonna wrap this up uh it was great talking about the ravens and stuff like that it just feels absolutely great to have us to have the season rolling again i know it was such uncertainty with the whole pandemic and stuff so it feels great to talk about this and hope you guys like it so in that note i'm gonna end it here so thank you guys for listening and See you next time. Peace out.